You're listening to Let's Be Real. Thank you for joining the Let's Be Real podcast. Today we have an amazing episode for you. And I want to make sure you listen because we're going to have some good tidbits for you. So please like it, comment it, especially comment. I want to know what your thoughts are, whether you agree or disagree. The topic today is expectations. Emotional expectations that affect your mental health. Now we're going to start with the basics. And expectations in itself causes issues, right? For you and your relationships. There are three relationships that we're going to focus on today. One being the family. Now our expectations for our family, we expect a lot. We expect them to be there for us. We expect them to love us. We expect us to be gentle, to be there when we need them, to stroke our ego. We expect them to be sensitive to our needs. Sounds a little selfish, but it's your expectation. I'm not going to say it's wrong. We're going to talk about why it affects our mental health and why having expectations can be detrimental, right? Not only to you, but for those relationships. Two. Friends. Now, some people think, well, that's the easiest one, but sometimes it's the hardest because friends, they're people who you choose. So you're choosing to make these people an intricate part of your life, but you also bring your expectations into that relationship. So we expect them to be there. We expect them to hold our secrets. We expect them to hate who we hate. And then like them when we start to like them again. Crazy, but their expectations. We expect them to be able to hang out when we can hang out and understand when we can't. We expect them to give out the same energy that we give them. We expect them to respond the same way we respond. But they're not us. Expectations. The third one. And this is the one that a lot of people struggle with, those romantic expectations. So those romantic expectations are we expect someone in our life to be there, to understand us, to heal us, to love us, to love our friends and family, even the ones we don't necessarily like most of the time. We expect them to understand and accept our crazy behavior, our attitudes. We expect them to want to be around us all the time, but then give us space when we want it to understand what we're thinking and how to respond to those thoughts when we don't necessarily tell them. We expect them to be a provider. We expect them to be a nurturer. We expect them to be romantic. We expect them to be an awesome communicator. We expect them to share their feelings, but not too much, especially with the men. We expect them to be sensitive, but not too sensitive, especially with the men. And above all, we expect them to make us happy, even when we don't know why we're not happy. These are the unrealistic expectations that are so unfair. But yet, we place them upon those people in our lives that we say we love, 
we say we cherish. Now I want to explain to you why emotional expectations can hurt us mentally. So let's go back to family, right? With the family dynamic, when our core family does not measure up to those expectations, we want to separate ourselves, right? Because it's their fault. Because they don't measure up to the picture that we created for how they're supposed to be. We start getting snippy. We often, you know, look into other ways to not be around them, to not associate with them. Um, even when we're being unrealistic, because they make sense to us, we don't even understand or want to hear when our family tells us tell us that we're not making sense, that we're being unrealistic, that it doesn't make sense what we expect them to be or do or say or not be or do or say. And oftentimes, this is why family have a bunch of issues. Now, don't get me wrong. There is toxicity within family, the family structure. But when there's something going on with you and then you place expectations on your family so that you can feel better about what's going on with you, guess what? Now there really is something wrong. Because you've created the scenario in your mind. You've placed that on your family. They can't measure up because they have their own characteristics, their own expectations, their own things that they want from you that they may not be communicating because now they're just pissed because you're telling them all that you want them to do or all that you're not doing. All that they're not doing. So now you have a dynamic where people aren't communicating. Everyone's upset with each other. And now you have those families where no one really wants to be around the other person. Because there's always a little history that's already there. Now you have these expectations of you're supposed to understand that I'm the youngest. I get what I want. You're supposed to understand I'm the oldest. It's what I say. You're supposed to understand that I, I'm just the kind of person that likes structure. And I like the way things are supposed to be. And I like um, things being in order. And I like being controlling. How dare you um, make comments and laugh and joke about me being so controlling. About me always wanting to be highlighted. You hurt my feelings. Because my expectations were not met. So now my feelings are hurt. And now I don't even want to be around the family because, you know what, I've been hearing about therapy and I have to protect my mental health. So being around you guys disturbs my mental health. So I'm going to go somewhere where people appreciate who I am and what I can offer because it's just awesome. All of that is in my head because the family's like, what the heck is wrong with her and him? Expectations. Secondly. Oh, and just to tell you, with the family, let it go. Let go your expectations because no one is going to measure up to whatever's in your head. So every family member has to come to any event knowing that, you know what, we all have our issues. We all have our quirks and we love each other. So unless it's not something that's, and that's not the show about, but you know, like rape and abuse it's just our personalities. Let it go. Know that, you know what, I'm the bougie one. Know that I'm the one that thinks I'm in control. Know I'm the one that's going to whine. 
Like just know the characteristics of your family members, accept them for who they are, and keep them moving. To friendships. Now I told you before, these relationships are tough because you chose to have these people in your life. Right? So <laughs> let's dive in. So with friendships, whew, a true friend that fails you, that can hurt to the core. That can take you to a place where you think, but I don't even give my family this much energy. But you chose this person to be special in your life. You shared things, um, underwear. You shared personal items with a true deep sister friend or your bro. I ain't gonna say you share other words, you bro. I don't know. For some reason, that just seems nasty. But for, for female friendship and even for that male bond, when there's a break in that trust, it, it can be detrimental. Like, a lot of people don't want to admit it, and they'll just act a certain way. And you're like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. But it's because they lost someone special to them. Someone that they can go hang out with. Someone who they can, you know, I can go eat with them. I can just sit and do nothing with them. And we can understand each other and our nothingness, our silence. They know when I just need someone there, but we don't need to talk. They know when I just need to go out and be silly and get away from whatever's going on with either one of us. You give them room to be human. Do you accept them for who they are? And instead of allowing this to tear you apart, accept the reality and then adjust accordingly. Well, Terry, you don't understand. No, I do. But when you have a friend who has not measured up to what you expected of them, number one, understand you expected something that they probably could not measure up because it's just not in their character. And it doesn't make them bad. It just makes them who they are. And after you communicate what your feelings are and what you expected, they can let you know, well, number one, how was I supposed to know you expected that? And number two, I really just didn't think about it that way. Because their thoughts are their thoughts. And while you guys may be really, really cool and really, really close, they're still their own person. With their own baggage, with their own history, with their own background, right? So no matter how close you are, no matter how many things you have in common, understand certain characteristics that are going to be different. Everyone is not going to respond the same. Everyone is not going to... Um, come when you need them. Your best is a bestie. We'll try. Some will be there. But if they're not, don't fall apart. Don't think, ah, I can't even trust them. I really needed them and they weren't here and you know what? They're not who I thought they were. Because most of the time we're so in our feelings. We're so, woe's me that we don't even stop to think what's going on in their life. Maybe I needed to put whatever I'm dealing with or thought was just so traumatic to the side and just say, you know what, are you okay? Are you going through anything? And when they say okay, then you can say, well, what the heck is wrong with you? Don't you know I'm going through something and I really needed you and you want to go, go through it, do it all. 
but give the person that opportunity to be human, to go through something themselves that maybe need you. And maybe they just suck. Maybe they just, maybe they're just not good in serious traumatic situations. And then accept them for who they are in that moment. And just know, well, you know what? I'm going to put a star next to Samantha because she's not good in um, traumatic situations. That's not her forte. I'm going to call Sue because Sue, she can handle it better. We, we got to do that. We can't get so caught up in, you know, the people not being our, being who they are, being where we need them to be, when we need them to be there. It's sad. It hurts. I'm not going to take away those emotions. But after all that said and done, if for the most part they've been true to you, then you know what? Give them that room to be fallible. Give them the room to not be perfect, to not measure up. And then, like I said before, adjust accordingly. That will save you heartache and it will save your mental health. It will save you being depressed, angry, and all those other emotions. Aha! But the third one, romantic whew, expectations. Now, I told you before, all the things that we expect from our significant others, our romantic friends, and all the above, whatever you want to call them, because we have so many names. But when you're looking at a failed expectation that can send some people straight off the deep end when it comes to your love interest, especially someone who you've dedicated years to, you feel like you've given the best years of your life to these people, to this person, and they dropped the ball. They failed at meeting some most likely unrealistic expectation that you had, some uncommunicated thought or action that they did not fulfill, you didn't even tell them about because you thought they should just know because they should know who you are, all about you, what you're feeling, when you're feeling it, and it didn't come through. So now you're destroyed. You're broken up. Is it fair? Is it fair for us to put so much on another human being that if they don't come through, it just tears us apart? It destroys the very fiber of who we are? How do you give another human being that, oh, that much power over your emotions, over your continents, over your mental state? Because there are some people who truly lose it. I mean, like, Go into a deep depression because this person left them. They they didn't fulfill their expectations for your life. You allowed another person to dictate how you feel. And not just for a moment. That's understandable. Not just for a day. That's human. Not just for a couple of days. Being a woman. I can't even say that because men fall apart for a couple of days too. But I'm talking about when you allow another person to take you to a place where where we have to run interventions, where we have to like get the holy oil and throw it at you, like I know I'm 
being facetious, but I mean, really, when we got to do dramatic, drastic things to pull you out, to pull you back, to get you to yourself, think about that. Just because somebody didn't measure up to an expectation you had, that they probably probably could not measure up when you got with them, when you met them, and you just kept building on what you expect them to do. Like, we, we place these pressures on people, especially those who we love in that aspect, in that romantic aspect. Pressures to make us happy. Pressures to, pressures to love us. Pressures to heal us. I'm broken, and I need you to, to help me become whole. What? Why is another person, and I keep saying human being because they're not some God that can come and do the, the unimaginable. You expect this person to come and do what you obviously couldn't do for yourself, what your family obviously couldn't do for you. I don't know if you went to see a therapist or what. Hook me up, TaraSpace.com as your coach. But anyway, you are in a space where you're not even sure about who you are, what you want, what you, what can make you happy, and you're getting upset with another person who probably is having their own issues because they can't make you happy. And nine out of ten, they're not making you unhappy because they're not measuring up. So now you're unhappy with someone who you thought was the one because he or she is not measuring up. The best way to heal from this is to let go of those expectations. Then communicate with that person. If this person is someone who you love, who you hold near and dear, communicate what you thought the relationship should be like. But here it is. You have to actually listen to what they thought the relationship would be like. And you can't get upset if it's something totally different than you thought. Because that's the opportunity for you guys to then, here goes, learn and grow together. So it's not what you want and it's not what he or she wants, but you figure out how to mesh both expectations, both standards, both ways of thinking about a relationship into something that works for you. Now, taking a deep breath and I want you to come close and I want you to hear me. Do not look at social media and try to make your relationship based off of what you saw someone else's relationship goals were or are or should be. It's a snippet. It's a picture or a video of a moment in time. Give you a quick little uh, background. If you follow me, you will know that me and my husband love vacationing. And I post, he doesn't hate social media, but I will post different pictures of our vacations. Well, five years, has it been five years? 2014, 2015, we went through a horrible patch of time, right? Uh, just to the point where we were like literally signing divorce papers. Well, guess what? When people found out that we were going through this situation, you know why it was hard for them to believe it? Because of social media. 
but your pictures look like you guys were so in love and having so much fun together. The videos. Well, yeah. Even in the midst of thinking we were getting divorced, we went on vacation and had a hell of a time. We vacationed really well together. But it did not mean you knew what was going on in our household and in our lives. Because it wasn't good at that time. It's awesome now. But don't look at somebody else's picture or story and say, oh, you know what? I want to make my relationship just like that. And then you then annoy the person that, you know what, was doing the best he could because you're trying to make him and you into something you're not. So I go back. And if you hear nothing else, hear this. Communicate together about what you both expect from each other. Make it real. Don't. Don't create any of these unrealistic fantasy, you know, Disney fairy tale expectations. Talk to each other about what makes sense and then decide how are you going to be happy with each other together based on that conversation. And then take it step by step and grow and have fun on a journey. Do different things that's going to make you happy, that's going to make you laugh, that's going to make you learn more and more about the fun sides of each other. That other stuff, trust me, you're going to have lifelong years and, and time to deal with the core family building foundation that, you know what, it takes time and sometimes arguments and sometimes you're not going to agree. But if you take time and deal with the fun part, the part that's going to make you laugh, the part that's going to remember why you're with him or her, it makes it a little easier. So I will tell you, emotional expectations they do affect your mental health let it go and i want to thank you for joining and listening to this podcast i want you to like it darn it like it no seriously please comment let me know what you think let me know what your comments are in reference to emotional um, expectations and your mental health and subscribe and above all share it with someone else who you know can use it Until next time, keep it real.